Welcome everyone. I, you are listening to or perhaps watching Calling the Audible. Perhaps. I'm your host, Peace. Salut. I'm joined by Simon Dajny. Hi. I'm the, the French guy. Simon, who are you? Simon, the French guy. Eagle. Follow Black. Who are you? Eagle, the bird. I'm Peace. I cannot see, but I look great in lavender. Really? Because he's colorblind. He can't see lavender. I'm wearing it right now. I'm so dumb. No, you're not. <laughs> or are you? <laughs> bum, Jerks. Bum, bum. Oh, wow, Jerks across the board. Oh. We also have special guest and commentator Alejandro Holowaco. Holowaco. It's not. No, you're, you're on time. Late. It's the sixth problem. Yeah. And but our host who can't seem to run the clock properly. Absolutely. What oh. happens though is. I often turn to Simon and uh, Eagle for analysis. No, no, no. Don't blame us. And no, uh, no. it's terrible. So the, I get angry and then we the show on. The host and director doesn't blame the talent. Listen, I'm the only talent. So no, I not. will blame you. You're not. Uh, I, Mokan prepared a script for this show. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world because Mokan, he basically writes headlines in the script. But then never actually reads them on the show. Because you realize how dumb I, they are. No, he's like, it, it's not something you say out loud. But I will absolutely read them out loud as he wrote them. Uh, so let's get into it. Well, okay, so let's just... Sorry to cut you off, but I will cut you off. Bro! <laughs> before Why? before we dive in the playoffs, no! let's, let's talk about the few games that mattered in Division 4. There's only a handful that actually de- de- mattered uh, okay. for playoff seating. Dreambreakers tied Mad Bears 39-39. Mad Bears, like, they're both... Are you sure this isn't in the script? I haven't read it. I haven't read it either. <laughs> Dreambreakers and Mad Bears tied... Which meant that Mad Bears jumped all the five and five teams, and Dreambreakers didn't make playoffs, which ended, you know, the the worrying the for broken. the uh, Air Force One who could have fallen out of the playoff race. Yeah, it was it was it was one of the cooler playoff races in FPF across the board. It was really cool to see that a lot of teams at five and five, one of the teams at five and five might not make playoffs, and everybody was nervous to see who's gonna what's gonna happen, how many points they're gonna allow, uh, but Dreambreakers simply couldn't win the game, so they didn't make playoffs. Yeah, see the game. I did not. <laughs> Any other uh, games you want to talk about? Well, that that was the one game in five B that really like four B and four, four so, yeah, and four B that changed everything really. Like, that was the game that decided who's gonna make playoffs. If Dreamworkers would have won, the other games would have impacted. But since they did not, uh, yeah, and four A was already set, so there's no point talking about that. Were there any games you saw though that were particularly interesting? Oh, a bunch. But I write read in my article because there's a bunch of recaps. Oh, it's that. true. You got get an article right. Um, all right, let's get into it then. Yeah, we got playoffs. Have, uh, playoffs. Bunch of playoff matches to look forward to. 4A, 4A and 4B, I think, will be interesting. But before we get into that, before we get into the playoff matchups, we're going to run through Mokan's script. Well, it is also a script about playoffs. We'll see. I don't know. There's no way I can know that. Do you want to... Do you, do you 69ers versus Savage Squad. Are they playing each other? Is this a playoff matchup? Yes. There we go. So then that is the case. Yes. All these games are playoff matchups. <laughs> awesome. Um... Niners won 60-28 last night of play. The last four games... It's a crazy score. Uh, the Niners have scored 39... I'm saying Niners because Mo wrote Niners. Yeah. No, no. You, you it say what... It's a difference of one digit. No, no. You say what's written. Yeah. Only. Yeah. There's no... So, let's make I'm it I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> nice. Sorry, San Diego. Uh, last four games, Niners have scored 39ers plus points. You didn't say Could that. this carry true. over? You don't know that? Yes, Could I have it. Over? Could this carry over to the playoffs? 
not 39 plus points. I I really like the 69ers after being very down on them. I just think that scoring 40 points a week isn't like their MO. Like they're they're a good defense. They need Dean Dimitri to be there. But they'll score points. Just 39 plus a week is a little bit of a stretch. Um, which day will brother will have the bigger game? Dylan. Because uh Derek has been playing well, but he's not He's not the kind of quarterbacks that go seven touchdowns, no picks. Devin could have. Devin could have a big game. I think the reason why Dylan is gonna have the bigger game is he's the bigger, more jump bally receiver jump on the ball-y. team. Jump bally. Also than Derek though. Well, Derek's throwing. Oh, Derek is throwing. Obviously. So he can't throw it himself. I mean, I mean, twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Twenty nineteen. But I think that considering who six ers have, Dylan might be able to pick. Matchups that are not against Dean Dimitriou to win jump balls and win like tight game, tight, mm. tight throws that are going to turn the, the game into their favor. Um, can Savage Squad stop Dean Dimitriou? Yes. Well, define stop. Like, no catches? No. Stop him from having a serious impact in the game. I think he's going to have at least a touchdown, but I think someone else on 69ers is going to have the bigger impact across the board. A guy like uh, Michael Bourguez, their snapper, could actually have a huge impact in the game because I don't see guys other than Derek or Dylan being able to stop him. Mostly in the red zone. Mokon question. It's in italics and bold, so you know it's important. Um, no, that, that probably means don't read this. <laughs> I will absolutely read it word for word. Would the game have the same feeling if the Dewey brothers didn't tell the referee to bleep off? What's curious is I don't know what it's the same feeling as. Or what belief off means? Are we talking I about? Mean, I'm pretty balloons? sure we all know what that meant. But balloons? the same feeling? Would it have the same feeling? I'm assuming he means that they're gonna do it regardless of what happens. So if they don't, will the game not be emotional and intense? Uh, this is me translating Mokan into, into English. Yeah, uh, not English. I think that regardless of what's gonna happen, that will somebody on the on the Savage Squad is gonna lose their shit, and it might not be a Dewu brother. Because don't forget, Tony Curry plays for this team. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Tony, Tony's also there. You guys played them the the way the, yeah, on Sunday. Oh, the mic was off. This is great. So he said Tony Curry. I said Tony Curry. I said who's a bigger pest on the on the Savage Squad? Tony Curry or the Oost brothers? And in recent memory, it's gonna have to be their uh, their pesky snapper. We just yeah. having just played them this week. Uh, they have a very porous defense. Uh, first hand and um, I think that if if uh, if 69ers are going to drop this game it's going to be a major mess up on their behalf that's going to be required a major collapse we're talking epic collapses here we're talking like fault line collapse because Savage Squad uh, did not look up to par in week 10 and um Tony Curry was just a, a real pest man I'm going to I'm going to I'm not I'm going to save uh, my true thoughts for off air but um but we'll stick to that. Let's go 69ers. <laughs> Interesting stat line. Um, both 69ers and Savage Squad had the exact same strength of schedule. But one went 8-2 and two and the other went 4-6. and six. And in the games where they went 8-2, and two, Shea Harbour was there, though. So he did actually lose those games. So yeah. I thought that was going to be more interesting. Well, Shea Harbour's the quarterback. He didn't miss games. I thought he did. Dean didn't miss games. It was Dean that missed games, yeah. And those are the games they lost. Yeah. The, ones the, the, two, the two years, the ones yes. The um, I had the right thought. I will just say, the wrong person. <laughs> just going on about the Tony Curry thing, I w- the one of the biggest jerk face plays in the history of FPF is owned by Tony Curry. Jerk face plays. Yeah, 
bull rushing a quarterback well after the ball was thrown. Because like if Tony Curry is rushing, he's not getting to a quarterback in time. Oh, he doesn't. So rush. the only way he could collide with a quarterback. No, the rusher is actually very fast. Savage Squad rusher is very good. He's no, he's the best part of that defense. That's not what I'm saying. It won't happen. It's he doesn't play defense. Ta- but it's not the thing I'm talking about. It doesn't matter if it's not going to happen. You can't have Tony Curry play defense. Even in Division 4. Do you see why I hate him? No, I don't. Yeah. I, 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 but I, I, ta- I hate him for the same reasons. I was talking about <laughs> why he's have. dirty. And but it's not in the script. Pl- I'm correct. I'm right. You're right. You're it's right. I was just describing why he was dirty. You're going off script. Correct. To, to bash a guy for no Correct. reason, not for no reason, because he's a dirty, he's a dirty player. So guys, uh, we're playing. Sa- we're so end of the game. We're playing Savage Squad. We're up by a score, uh, and we get the ball back, right? And there's a four plays left in the game. We're going into playoffs, we tell the ref, "Why don't we just call it? We don't want to get injured." You know, they're a little bit riled up. Ref whistles the game complete. Um, and this was uh, when before Chris Rive had come onto the field. Even this was our defense who said uh, just after they completed their score, we want to call the game. Tony Curry starts cussing out our quarterback from the sidelines, calling him a B and uh, calling him a P and, and, all, and all the letters in the alphabet, a decision our quarterback didn't even make. And, and then afterwards, it was revealed that Chris Rive was only one touchdown short of tying, as you know, Simon, for the lead in touchdowns in the division. Yep. So if he, was, if he had any kind of selfish bone in his body, it would have made all sense to go for that, yeah, for uh, sure. for that stat. Extra Instead, yards, extra we stat. made a team decision to avoid injury, and it was a decision primarily made from the defense. Yep. So um, <laughs> you, can, you can feel the uh, vitriol on my tongue for, for Tony Curry at the moment, but uh, definitely. Simon, you wrote the article, so ask us for our picks. What's your pick on this game? I'm going to go 69ers. Eagle? Um, when a man and a woman do something but in the wrong direction. All right. There's no such thing in the wrong direction. I, it's 2019, bro. And although it's we already know what he picks. He, Listen. You made it clear. 69ers are, are a good team as well. So I, I, think in, uh, I think they got this one. All right. So we talked about Stoics. Let's talk about Stoics now for real. Stoics uh, and Ebros. They played week six. Stoics won 33-13 to 13 over Ebros. That's it. Read the script. Uh, Stoics won 33-13. <laughs> Last time they played. Uh, you were there, um, Holowak. So can you give us an idea of why you guys were able to win with the game in hand? Positives for Ebros is they have um, a, a, a fair bit of athleticism on their roster. They have a quarterback with a strong arm. What they lack is uh, structure. And that's something that the Stoics possess in buckets full. We have a couple of veteran players. We don't have the most athletic guys. We don't have the quarterback with the biggest arm, but we play a structured FPF type game. So I think therein lies the the strategic advantage for um, Stoics heading into this rematch. Alex, let me ask you this. What's wrong with Ebro's? They can, I, you, you, they, they're missing. They're missing Sean Steen. That's yeah. what's wrong with yeah. them. I mean, they don't in have. The right, you've been. Player. You've been there for like you played in Division Four for a long time. You've played most likely played against Ebro's in the past. It's not a bad team. Like they've got decent players. They're just not winning. Well, they're 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 like like they're missing their top threat. So they, the yeah. team really falls on the shoulders of the second and the third threat yeah. now to step up as the main guys. And uh, it's it's just too much of a talented division. The the, the talent level is just too deep for the, for the second tier, second and third tier guys to emerge as stars now. So uh, that in in okay. a nutshell, they're they're missing they're missing Sean Steen on both Hot sides. Hot take: Ebro's easiest schedule with opponents at four twenty two, but Stoics four fifty five. Oh. So that means you had an easy schedule. False Kings. False Kings. False Kings. Paper, False kings. paper crowns. Paper bro. crowns. Paper crowns. So uh, other than the paper crowns, 
What weakness is plural? Has to be plural. Do still works out. Uh, the rusher is not great. Who is? Your boy Jim Kledges. Mm. He's not. He's not the best rusher in the division. Uh, the defense is good, but they'll allow guys to drive on him. Weaknesses? If you guys are looking for weaknesses in Stoics, you have to revisit the matchup in Week Nine. I think against um, the 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 BD bad news bears I call them the BD bandits uh, we were exposed defensively in that game and uh, you know I'm not gonna put it on on tape for everyone but if if they want to go back and watch uh, or find out about uh, where the flaws lie they should they should check that for on uh, defense and offense too like they on defense and offense right BD bandits very aggressive team very physical uh, they they had a great jump ball specialist on board um, and uh, they played along those lines and it worked well for them. Um, do you trust Zach Stowski yeah, as a quarterback? Try, can you give me a second? Do you, do you trust Zach Stowski <laughs> as a quarterback? I do not. Because I think he, he's talented. I just think like with, with the guys that he has, he should be able to do more. I agree that there's no Sean Steen, but this is the same core guy is missing just one dude. Like Corey Oliver is still there. He's still a very good receiver. But they just don't put up numbers. I think uh, to, to Alex Holloway's point, um, it's weird because we have two Alex's, although we don't ever call him Alex. So, to Alex's point, um, Zach Stakowski's got a great arm, but he just always wants to use that arm. A lot of times, their, their play concepts don't even have a, a short receiver. Yeah. And I think that's going to hurt them. I, I think it's just they take too many chances. They don't play smart, and the Stoics are the smartest team in the division. You want to read the final question? Mokon question. Toss up. Toss up. Toss up. <laughs> Bigger influence in the game, Vinny Galano's mouth or GM's rushing? GM's <laughs> rushing for sure. Vinny hasn't said peep in Division 4 this year. I know he had his little blow up in Div 3, but he's been a uh, model student so far in, oh, yeah. on the Stoics. That's, that's surprising. I don't find that surprising. He's a, he, doesn't, he has more of a reputation, I think, than his earned. I think he's also afraid of getting suspended. Yeah. Because he's close now. Well, yeah. not anymore because playoff it resets. But... So in that case, Vinny's mouth. <laughs> Stoics are the most passive team that you'll it's probably literally in the name. Yeah. 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 It's literally GM, in the name. GM, Francois Delaurier, Chris Rivet, enough said. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Lefebvre. Yeah. Well, I don't, the thing is, I don't think GM's rushing will have an impact, though. So yeah, I don't, I don't Vinny's so mouth, by, Vinny, by default. I think Vinny could get under people's skin in this game particularly. Like if you guys are up by two scores, for instance, like 13 nothing, and then they're, they're forcing throws, and then Vinny just get You know how he is. Like as a DB, he gets under receiver's, under receiver's skins. If you're going to get under the skin, be safe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Listen, it's 119. War protection. Um, half of stars are going to take on Jager Bomb. Well, what's, what's your pick? Oh, yeah. Just, we're gonna do Stoics, picks. Zebros. Um, Stoics. Aldo's not going to pick this game, so Eagle? Stoics. All right. Holwick, how many scores are you going to win by? Two. All right. That's safe. See, I got to pick the game. That's, safe. that's how you phrase the question. That's, that's safe. <laughs> by 50. Yeah, it's, I always say by 50 for my teams. <laughs> it's never the case. Uh, it's Jager bomb season. Oh, they do well in class. Okay. They played week oh, five okay. yeah, against this half is not the Jager bomb. Listen, it's 2019. This is not Jager bomb. Their number one receiver is out. Their quarterback's not playing quarterback. And there's like three guys from Yagerbaum who are not playing this season. Half A Stars won 29 to 28 in that matchup. Close game. Yeah, in a very different scenario. Hot take the schedules were very easy. False Half A Stars. The, the, the Stoics of this game. Half A Stars, second easiest <laughs> schedule at 433. Jagerbaum, third easiest schedule at 444. Ooh. Paper Crowns. Paper Crowns got the board. 
Yeah, but one went eight and two, the other went five and five. I know, but either way, <laughs> false kings. I so so this you can't be a king if you're not on top. <laughs> so you're a peasant. I mean, you could be a lot of things if you're on top. Uh, th- th- the story Wait, about are this we game. Sixty Niners again. <laughs> Alpha Stars is missing the quarterback. Jordan Prezant's not playing. Okay, that changes. Uh, Bomb doesn't have Jeff Dados. That changes things less. Why it, it changes things? Not as impactful. They don't have their quarterback. Who so is Bam, a full star? So Yegubam has Ryan Kruf at quarterback since the injury to John Brown. Half a star doesn't. Is it an injury, or is it an? No, no, it's injury. an actual injury. Yeah, 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 it's it's a bad injury. Yeah. What happened? He tore his Achilles. Oh, that sucks. That's all. Yeah, it's bad. It's He'll have John Brown. It's, I don't know. It sucks for a year and a half. I heard a completely life. different story, but mm. uh, I'm probably uh, out of the loop. Yeah. So false kings, false doctors. <laughs> oh. Just saying. Yeah, I. I Jagerbaum, if you're listening, let us know. They, they did. Well, let, let this information came from Jagerbaum. But let us know on the show. <laughs> okay. Well, it's either he tore his Achilles or he got cut. It's two very different things, and it's probably pretty obvious to figure out which one actually happened if if you know but the story. Maybe <laughs> he cut his Achilles, which then tore it. Who the hell do would do what? that? Tonya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> As an old reference, no one's going to remember. Uh, so, Stars won 29-28 last time they played. I had to say it, even though Eagle did, because it's on the script. Um, is this a complete mismatch of talent? Stars against Eagle no, I, I actually think Afro Stars roster as a whole is better than Jacob Bombs. Even though they don't have Jordan present as a quarterback for this game. Uh, well, who's going to throw? Andrew Lambert. Okay. Well, he's been the one throwing for them since Jordan's missing. He's, is he actually missing? <laughs> well, no, he's hurt, so he can't play. Is he on? Is he on lamb because he injured John Brown's Achilles? <laughs> he cut his Achilles. <laughs> he <knew> he <laughs> he's the guy. He knew he was going to play. Uh, no, I... I Listen, if Jordan Prezant's playing, this team is better. Is Ryan Kruf, Ryan Kruf is eligible for playoffs, Yeah. Right? So, Mokan question. If, toss up. If Ryan, toss up. If, if Ryan Kruf throws, could he shake the choke label from his past playoff failures? So, he's talking about finessers and choking the playoffs. And Avin and the one time he played <laughs> the playoffs, yeah. And having Jägerbaum as like the, the, the phenomenal playoff franchise. Maybe. Uh, no, because he's not Simone Chen. Like, he's gonna make mistakes that are gonna cost him. If he has one, another one of those games where he throws three interceptions, they're not gonna win. Andrew Langbert is a sa- he, he's safe with the ball, and I don't think he's gonna make a lot of mistakes here. If Jeff Dulles doesn't play, that okay. If he doesn't play, okay. <laughs> who who poses the greatest threat for Jaeger Bombs? I had to rephrase the question because it was terrible. I, I had no choice. I couldn't read the script. Everything's terrible with the script. At least it's a script, though. Yeah, I guess. It's better than Def 6. Uh, Nothing was better than Def 6. <laughs> well, yes, the script. We, talked we about had that. to describe how the playoffs worked because there's receding's <laughs> and relegation and promotion. It's so complicated. Listen, it could, so it, could be, it could be a bunch of things. I think that Gabriel Moreau should have a big impact. Gabriel Moreau Paquette? Yeah. The, as, as a sniper, the problem is he's not used Isn't properly it? by Ryan Karouf. He doesn't use a sniper that way. So who's uh, the Alexander Bakalani then? The, the one guy Guara. that's going to go off is Felix Montanavush. He's going to replace Jeff Dallos as the deep threat, the one that stretches the fields and gets five, six, seven, forty 40 bombs. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the opportunity to score a lot on 40 bombs. The way he has since Jeff got injured. Problem is, I don't think it's going to happen against Alpha Stars. This is a Mokan special. If you thought that was a Mokan question, this is a Mokan give me, question. Give me. It's bold and in italics. I'm going to go around the room on this one. Third down. 
with two plays to go. Okay. On defense, that's the punctuation. If Andrew Langbert needed one more PD to set a new league record, would he go for the PD or an interception to seal the deal? He would go for the interception and then ping us later saying, hey, you guys missed the PD. <laughs> Pick it off and go, run up to He would message me because he knows I'll just change it anyway. Run up to me and say, can you make it a PD? Wait, piece? he messages me and I change it anyway. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So, uh, no, no. Uh, we talked about this last week. Mokan was trying to make a point. He brings it up again because it's Mokan. Uh, no, no. He seals the deal for sure. It's playoffs. You don't play for stats. Want my answer to that? Yeah. Oh, PD for sure. He'd be like, "Peasy baby, can you change the staff for me?" <laughs> um, Picks. Who are you get, who are you getting? Who are you taking? Who winning? It's Jagerbomb season. Going Jagerbomb. It's hard to pick against Jagerbomb, but this is one of the times I kind of have to. Even though half the stars Hello? don't have their quarterback, mm-hmm. right? I gotta pick Jagerbomb reluctantly. Whoa. Oh, big picks! All right. Next game, Greendale Human Beings past Apram. Next game, Greendale Human Beings against past Apram. It's on the script. You don't want to read the script. You can just follow it. Nope. Eagle, what happened last time they played? They played in week seven and past our prime won 42 to 14. So I don't know if you know this. Last time they played, past our prime won 42. Okay, we're not doing this for every game. To 14. Oh, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> we are. No, uh, Danielle Elwood did not play the first time around. Wes time. Hyman was QB. We don't even yeah. know who that is. Zero people know who that is. Mm-hmm. The Hyman family doesn't even know who that is. I believe it's pronounced Heyman. <laughs> the Heyman family doesn't even know who it is. <laughs> I believe. Uh, <laughs> Danny Aylward did not play the first time around. Could Pastor Prime have the same success again? No. I have the weirdest history against Pastor Prime. It's hard for me to, to ever choose against oh, them. Oh, I always lose. Because them. I always see them winning with an inferior roster. The thing is, uh, so... The way this question is worded is the way we're going to answer this question. No, they won't have the same kind of success because they're not going to win by 30 points. That's <laughs> <laughs> realistic. You, you guys just know with Pastor Prime, they're going to be at the bar at Kirkland. They're going to be scheming. They're going to have like an intricate game plan drawn up. And then we have no clue if it's actually going to work or not. It I might just go completely to crap I mean, as soon as Danny the game Danny is going to score more than 14. Like, realistically, Green Alien means is going to put up more than 14 points. I think... Um, not going by the script here. I think uh, going off script. Uh, that's my thing. So okay. Mokan, Mokan does toss up. I'm going to go off script. <laughs> off script. Um, Danielle Ward's ability to uh, convert is scary. And I think Pastor Prime will need to score every time around in order to win the game. But they do. Yes. But they'll have to. Yeah, they, they can do. Yeah, they, this, is the type of game, this is the type of game that will s- require both teams to p- score more than 40 points, mm-hmm. which is crazy, but uh, this is what's going to happen. So who's going to do it? Who's most likely to score more than 40 is Greendale Human Beings. Mokan question. Toss-up. Is, polari- is this the most polarizing game in terms of style of play and personalities? Yes. Uh, well, no. no, Not personalities. No. They're just they're the younger version of them. It, it's basically the same because none of them are – like none of these teams play very physical. None of these teams are like bullies on the field. They don't chirp. They're very quiet, yeah. calm, like In terms composed. of personalities, I feel like Greendale human beings are just – like they can look at Pastor Prime and like that's just what happens if you keep drinking. They're – Honestly, <laughs> across the board, they're gonna look at this game and say, "This was fun. Like we did, nobody chirped us. Like this was a fun environment to be in." I think it'll be a fun game. I think in terms of uh, style, though, there is a, a great clash. Yep. You're looking at Greendale, more of a speed finesse team, and you're looking at uh, Pastar Prime, which 
we'll call it just just a finesse team, <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely more strategic in in terms of uh, their 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 scheming. Uh, but Greendale is just all around more athletic, so it's going to be an interesting match. O- old versus new, the yin and the yang, two sides of the coin, uh, that kind of story. Um, <laughs> more con question. Bold and italics. <laughs> I read it before. It's but it's he doesn't listen. <laughs> toss well, up, toss up. Will Pease finally look like a genius if GHB uh, if the GFB, GHB offense knocks off old man Pastor Prime? So the thing is, I've only <laughs> ever praised Pastor Prime. I don't understand what his issue is. I, I just uh, we had a better roster. I thought we beat them. They beat us because <laughs> they always beat us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it happened to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I so is Pease a genius? Off script. Is Pease a genius? <laughs> no. Eeks, off, off, uh, off script. No. Genius. You have savant-like qualities, definitely. <laughs> Idiot savant, perhaps. Um, on script, will... Uh, okay. I don't know. Answer the question. No. <laughs> Picks. Who are you getting? GHP or POP? Uh, GHP. Eeks? POP. Allo? I like uh, Greendale in this one. Thank you, sir. Greendale's Game changers keep it locked. They last played game week changers. two. Game changers won off. thirty to eighteen. Game changers keyboard lock. Last time they played, <laughs> game changers won thirty to eighteen. We had such a good vibe going. And you just have to. You know we have a full other division to cover after yeah. this, right? If he plays, oh, yeah, is, we're running out of time. Is Thierry Gerville, uh, is Thierry Gerville's confidence completely shot after his many many drops? Yes. You don't know. So <laughs> what? So you, you don't get. Okay. So what? Th- Yo, ter- dude, it's not me. It's toss up. <laughs> toss up. That's toss this up. is terribly worded. I know what he means because this question was meant for me. He's just gonna say Simon had a question for you. Uh, so in the past few games, Keeper Lock, uh, Thierry Javel had not as. So the reason it was brought in to Keeper Lock is to be the number one receiver and number one DB. Like he's supposed to be the star on the team. Mm-hmm. In the past few weeks, he didn't play week ten for Keeper Lock. In the past few, so weeks eight, nine. Uh, a lot of drops, a lot of bad plays on defense. He has not looked the part. Mm-hmm. That considered, if it's a playoff game on the line, will first of all, will even Jeff Rosenblatt thrust Thierry Javel enough to throw the ball at him on key downs? Third and long, he's probably not going to go to Thierry Javel until he proves that he, like, he gets a lot of catches before, makes plays, whatever. If that happens, I just think that Thierry Javel is going to shut down and say, whatever, I don't care about this game. That was a long-worded and intricate answer to the question. I know why the shows are so long. <laughs> um, so what's the question again? I don't know. Terry Jerville, drop the ball, question mark? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just don't drop the ball. Is Jeremy Anderson yeah, on this keyboard no. lock team? No. Answer me that. No? Not playoff eligible. Um, I have a off script. No, no, no. Go script. All right, fine. Go on script. script. I'll, I'll, I'll save my off script for later. Could Jeff Rosenblatt use one... Of his hand, made locks from his company to insulate the dangerous game. What? <laughs> Whoa, man! Please learn to read the question out loud before you stop mid-sentence. Could that's impossible? Could, Could Jeff, Jeff Rosenblatt use one of his handmade or oh, handmade locks yeah, from his word. company to insulate the dangerous game changers offense? Quick off script. Do locks insulate? <laughs> I believe he meant isolate, and even then, it still doesn't. Make it doesn't any sense. isolate, nor insulate. Well, if you lock a single person somewhere, you can isolate them. 
Yeah, but you not no, just with a lie. Answer you the need question. Other Answer the question. I cannot remove the image, the imagery in my mind now of Jeff Rosenblatt walking around with locks for uh, for hands. <laughs> Maybe that's why Terry's dropping balls because his hands are tied together by a lock. I will not. Just moving on. This is terrible. Question. No, no. <laughs> will no, no. Off script. So, <laughs> uh, given that game changers offense is essentially. Um, what happens if like you have gangrene and you don't get it treated? Do they have a chance keeping what? up with game changers? Oh, keep or lock? Yeah. Because oh, you said game changers. No, no I meant keep or lock. <laughs> no, game changers are very good offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, no, keep or lock. When you think gangrene, you think keep or lock. Uh, honestly, if, like, uh, although I brought up earlier, if Jeremy Rosenblatt was on, uh, Jeremy Rosenblatt, if Jeremy Anderson was on this team full time, mm-hmm. uh, this would be a very interesting game to watch. Answer the question instead. Uh no, it will not. But right. yes, yes. Since they got the disease, <laughs> <laughs> more more questions. Um, is this the best work we have seen from Anton Sackage since his rookie season? That's not really say his name. Oh, Anton Sackage. I don't know why I mispronounced it uh, for some reason. Uh, yes, I think this is his best season by a long shot. He's been playing really, really well. Uh, his rookie season, they went fourteen and zero. He might be the first quarterback ever to go fourteen and zero twice. I remember Anton was like the next big yeah. thing in in lower division FPF, and then he just kind of went away for a while. Probably some career. No, moves. he was he was still playing. Just his team kind of fell apart. Yeah, and and he's since assembled talent, which uh, he knows that a lot of the guys from Les Malheurs, and so given some game changers return, this roster, but missing guys. Like one season he had Jordan Penanata, next season he didn't have Jordan Penanata, and then the following season he had Pocket, didn't have. Like it was always. Yeah. One or the Although two? I saw Justin Filter with the field. Really? Yeah, there's a tweak. More early in week 11. Oh, cool. Um, this is a weird more question. Toss-up. I, I even feel bad reading this. Ooh. You can't read that. <sighs> but you gotta. So, again, this is from Mo. <laughs> I almost vomited in my mouth. Way to throw him under the bus. No, it's from Mo. Because no. I, I, I would never say this. No, this is dumb. Uh, when you think of game changers, do you think of season-ending injury? If you excuse me me for a moment You know the worst part is The last time I played Game Changers A player on their team had a game A season ending injury You were there Was it Avi Mazel's No it was um, I don't remember his name I'm sorry I see his face You were there We played against Yeah I know I still remember And they were six And one of the guys got hurt And they they finished the game with five Game Changers are very unlucky that's the only answer I'm going to have to this. When I say injury, you say okay. Wilhelm. Next, next. Injury. Baby kangaroos. No, picks. Game changers keep a lot. Game games. changers. Game changers. Peace. Game changers by a lot. Baby kangaroos, fun boys. Game changers will take on fun boys. They last oh, they played won't. week seven, fun boys. No, <laughs> baby kangaroos. Stop trying. Boys. Just go with it. Baby kangaroos will take on fun boys. Yeah. They did not meet. Yes, they did. No. It says no meeting. It says no meeting. Week seven. It says no meeting. It says no meeting. <laughs> what happened in week seven? The uh, Fun Boys won 24 to 20. Never they, happened. They, uh, Never happened. they have not met <laughs> this season. Uh, does kangaroo, does uh, the kangaroo offense execute the Joey Taylor offense better than GHB? Nope. Because? Uh, well, because we said Danny uh, it might execute it better than Joey. So uh, we talked about this a few, like 10 minutes ago. Uh, listen, man. It's, uh, it's 2019. Could Vince Nardone, could Vince Nardone's defensive mind 
be able to figure out this chaotic kangaroo offense? <laughs> These questions. <laughs> so, so, but like he knows the offense. So let's rephrase. I think this. Vince has got it. I yeah. think his defensive mind Let, will figure it out. Let's rephrase this. Nope. Answer the question. Oh, okay, we're not rephrasing this. Nope. Uh, yes. All right. Because uh, Vince has played against Joey too much. Knows this style. Knows this. What's gonna happen? And he, his type of play calling is very efficient at shooting underneath. Like, what he does best as a play caller is be super aggressive and shoot different guys in different places. It's going to confuse a guy like Eric Mariano, who's not as experienced against good play callers like that. Very, very good answer. I second that. Uh, Vin- Vince is going to figure it out in about two and a half minutes. It's just going to be a question of does he have the personnel to stop it, you know, because it is still a very efficient uh, style of play. So uh, it's not a question of will Vince's defensive mind solve the riddle that is this style of offense. It's more so do the fun boys have the horses to keep up with the baby kangaroos, uh, and that's going to be played out on the field. Toss-up. Toss-up from Mokan with Hall of Famer. Joey Taylor's ego take a hit if someone told him Zach Zwirn is a better receiver. What? Uh, I, I, I'm what? A, I need to I need to start with no because if Joey thinks he's a better receiver than Zach Zwirn, there's a problem to begin with. I mean, one of them's a Hall of Famer. Toss up. Would Hall of Famer Mo Khan take offense if he was told that he, the peas was a better host than him? Oh, 100 percent. He would he would leave. You remember that time he flipped to me? Yeah. You go. You, you would have ripped your head off. It's okay. I'll, sp- I'll spoon with more later. It'll be good. I'm small spoon, though. <laughs> I love being small spoon. Um, your answer to the bizarre question? Like For which one? I don't know. Quick one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small spoon it is. <laughs> <laughs> and who wins small spoon? Big spoon. <laughs> All right. Who wins this who? game? I'm the one who decides. Who wins oh. this game? Baby kangaroos uh, or fun boys? Baby kangaroos. Eags? Uh, give me the joeys. And hollow the giant. I got fun boys. My fun man. boys all day. All right. No, he, he had small spoon ready. The tide to you. So the tide faced you this week. That is correct. <laughs> he played before. The tide won 37 to 34 on Monday night. The last time they played, which was Monday night. So the back to backs. 37 34. It's back to backs. And Front we wonder fronts. why the shows go along. Side to side. The tide won 37 uh, Is this the most evenly the most evenly matchup between these two teams? Yep. Evenly matchup between these two. This is the most evenly matchup between these two. No, teams. because the Tide had an uh, opponent strength of 578 and the U had a strength of 455. The U went 500 and the Tide went 6 and 5. So that's what you is thought the question meant. Cool. Also, yes. to be fair, the, the Tide played three games in five days. Yeah. That, was a, that was the third game. So to give him a break, uh, and they still won. The Tide's a good team. They won, they tied, and they won. Good for them. Does Dustin White need to win this game with his legs or his arm? Legs. Both is not an option. No, arms. Arm. Okay. Both is not an as option. As a passer, not as a runner. So both is not an option. No, no, he said or. He didn't say All right. and and or. So you can only choose one. There can only be one. I saw, like, you know, seeing this tie team, uh, their evolution, let's call it, over the past few years. Yeah. As if they, they they stayed at the keg party a little bit too long. I I, I think you were saying gut, uh, evolution. I was thinking gut illusion. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I was the one that noticed this the first time. He told me I was quirky things. Like you have, like I don't you, understand. You, this you were you were the first tide truther. Yes, exactly. Well, that was the first time the revelation came to me. It was the it was when I saw them with Simon and um, 
it's it, they're a bit rotund. It's it's uh, it's 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 no secret. I don't think they're all guys who were in, were were in high esteem in FPF uh, a few years ago, and they can still play, but they all look like a different shape now uh, than they used to. Still still have excellent uh, skills, but I think that Dustin White would be able to use his uh, speed a little bit more uh, in this encounter to his advantage should he uh, attempt to do so. Simon, do you know what rotund means? Yes. Can you describe it for our viewers? Uh, it's like when pieces on called and talked about, you know, me finding the way to. Bigger game from Semi Beg or Zach Goldstein? That's right, because part of the word was capitalized. Uh, uh, Semi Beg needs to have a bigger game. Uh, weird ass Mokad question. Toss up. More likely to happen. Doug McKernan forgetting the roster sheet to hand in for the 11 consecutive week that he doesn't need to hand in. Sorry, off script. That he doesn't False. need to hand in. One. O- or a one legged Brent Calendar stopping Josh White on a jump ball. So, one legged. So, for those who didn't see it, uh, Brent Calendar got exploded <laughs> by, uh, uh, by uh, Felix. Yeah, Felix Fobayer. Uh, Felix Your teammate. Because uh, I was thinking Luzon, and I was like, there's a na- name missing. Your teammate. Is it two last names? You know, I have a collection of clips of Brent getting lit up. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most. Why did you do that? He's the most lit up player of all time. Um, so, answer. Matt <laughs> uh, for getting the roster sheet. The Tide, the U, who wins? With the Tide. I'm going to pick the Tide. I'm going to pick the tie, but I'm not confident. Too much experience on that side. Bandits, don't mess with Texas. Oh, Bandits take on, don't mess with Texas. They played week seven where Bandits won 19 to 13. Right. Well, nope. They played week seven where Bandits won 20 to 13. 19 to 13. 20 to 13. Nope. I am Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you doing the LA Kings game? <laughs> you, eliminate, you eliminate Spen Sanders. Who steps up for Bandits? Corey will ask him. Why would you eliminate him? Did he do something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Is it John Wick Part Three? I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine sp- like uh, Steve being being suspended. Like he's just oh suspended. That's not eliminated. That's what I'm like, well, it's just like that's the only way. Like <laughs> he steps the car. His car blows up. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Maybe he messed with Texas. Another after him. What if Corey Wolowski won't be the star? So he blows up Steve Sanders' car. Exactly. <laughs> that rhymes. Can't can't deal with this. Guys, uh, don't mess with Texas. It has been a roster mess for the greater part of the season. Just trying to fit the, the guys into place and have the right pieces has been a struggle. Uh, very talented when they do have a full roster there. However, um, the Bad News Bears, as uh, I always refer to them, but the BD Bandits always round into shape around playoff times. And uh, especially if Scott McDonnell is going to be on the roster, it's just going to be too much size, too much speed, too much know-how on the part of um, BD Bandits. Uh, So I have two questions that are virtually identical. Yeah. So answer them separately, but answer them quickly. Is Texas predictable with their offense and defense? With Offense, yes. Defense, no. Who is very, 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 very predictable? Fred Mallette or Mark Belvedere? Uh, up till week 10, I would say Fred Mallette, but now... He's he actually just starting to change things up. Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit. I noticed that too. Yeah. Since we kept calling him out for, on it <laughs> yeah, some point every week. Listen, maybe. Um, when you watch the... Uh, sorry. Toss up. <laughs> when you watch the Bandits in their yellow uniforms, does it make you want to go buy no-name brand products? Nope. Because? It doesn't. 
<laughs> Watching No Name play makes me want to buy some No Name brand products, but not who, the Bandits. Who you I got? Don't, I don't buy Who no you got? BD Bandits or Domestic Texas? BD Bandits. Give me the backdoor Bandits. BD Bandits for me. Oh my god, it's hey. 4B. <laughs> All about them bees. Ghost, check out my TDs. 4B. Ghost won 4512 last time they played. <laughs> yes. Eagle, look up if they played. Uh, uh, could they did play. <laughs> could I e- can't do it today. <laughs> could Ivan Kakizimana uh, be able to nice. take away one side of the football field from Ghost offense? One side by himself? No, I think that check out my kiddies. One second. It was forty-five to twelve in their last matchup. One side by himself? No. So that means take away two and a half players. It was three? week eight. That means that's a lot. Listen, if you're playing against François Martin, all you gotta do is be play tall. cover three. Okay. No, cover. just. Give anything below ten yards. He expect ten yard outs from the ins- from anybody on the inside, and he's gonna throw post and fades consistently. So you're saying you can literally give him seven yards on every single play, yep. and you're gonna win the game. Yep. Yes, because he's gonna take it twice. He's gonna take it on the first play of the game because he's not too cocky, and then he's gonna take shots, get picked off, and that's exactly what everybody that plays higher divisions do against him. They play cover three, and he throws picks because he's gonna throw into coverage. Because oh my guy is better and faster and taller. Because that's but how that are works. his guys better, faster, uh, and taller. But it doesn't well. matter because it's a forty-yard field at best. Yeah, like I agree. yes, I agree with you that they are like Alexi Gomont is the taller, faster player on the field. But when you start at fifteen yards, you do have an advantage on the guy. Um, who gives TDs a better chance to win this game, Eric Brousseau or Julien Lachance? I, I like mean, it. I mean, Lachance chances in his name. Yeah, Eric only's got Brousseaus. <laughs> no, I think uh, I actually think Eric Musso is a good player. They're, check out my team; he's gonna have to put up five to six touchdowns to win to beat Ghost. Like, yes, it, it's it's fun to knock on François Martin and say all you gotta do is play cover three. You just did that. He is. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's fun. It, he is a super aggressive quarterback, but at the end of the day, Ghost is a very strong team. They're gonna put up a lot of points just due to who's on the team, like the roster personnel. Mm-hmm. Check out my TDs. Won't be able to win this game by scoring less than 35 points. More of a threat in this game, Charles Verreau or Gab Wiseman? I think that, well, th- it's a volume against talent sort of discussion. Right? Charles Verreau is going to get a lot of targets, a lot of opportunity to put up numbers. Gab Wiseman is going to be called upon on key downs. Like if it's third and 10 and he needs a big play that's not a 10 and out or a post, he goes to Gab Wiseman or in the end zone. Um, who's a more threatening person, Charles Verreau or Gab Wiseman? Off script. Oh, Charles Verreau. Cowboys man is too nice. Uh, does I say, I say they're both nice? <laughs> actually, uh, does France, okay? Sorry, toss up. Does François Martin remind you of a random guy in the Wrangler jeans commercial driving, diving for a football into the haystack thrown by Brett Favre? Yes. So th- does Brett Favre throw the haystack? F- diving for a football into the haystack thrown by. That would be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you should see Brett Favre throwing a haystack at François Martin. Yeah. Side note, does anyone know why Francois Martin always poses with his tongue out that in was all of his question, social is, media photos? Is, is in this commercial, does he have his tongue out? Yeah, oh, 100%. If there's a camera, his tongue's out. It's his thing. He's what? proud of it. He's proud that he has a tongue? Yeah, he's proud that it's his thing. He shows that like, uh, uh, in group pictures, that's what he does. So you're saying we should invite him to be on the podcast? We did already, didn't we? Yeah, what's but, happening But he that? didn't spend the entire time going... <laughs> <laughs> Next time... <laughs> Look, man, step it up. No, Challenge you talk, talk with your tongue ta- ta- the whole way. I, uh, <laughs> um, tough. Reminds me of the podcast where you could only speak to me in compliments. 
Oh, that was a good t- table turn. Uh, ghost against Check Out My TDs. We got Check Out My TDs. Never choosing Ghost. I have to pick Ghost, but oh god, do I feel dirty doing it? <laughs> Next game. Lonzo against Small Giants. Last time they Lonzo played Ballers. Lonzo Ballers won 59. No, this is Lonzo. Okay. Uh, last time they played Lonzo won 59-39. They played in week five where Lonzo Ballers won 59-39. to Last time they played Lonzo won 59-39. Is this the worst low seed uh, the Ballers got paired up with? I don't understand the question. Next question. Could hashtag just Darren have just an ordinary game against Lonnie Johnson? On defense? As a rusher? Yes. What's just ordinary for and, a rusher? But what's the, like, just an ordinary game in, like, as contrasted to a, a, a great game? And but he said just ordinary. Yes. Can what? he do that? So if he's a rusher, what's just a ordinary game? Two sacks? Two sacks is a pretty good game. So uh, I think that? for Darren, I think that's what he's aiming at. Two sacks. I, against Lonnie, look, guys. Against Lonnie, it's hard to have an extraordinary game. He takes a deep drop. He gets rid of the ball rather quickly. He throws to spaces on the field. So uh, Rusher is not usually the first place you'd look for an impact player on defense against a Lonnie Johnson-driven uh, offense. Toss-up. Who's more likely to make you soil your pants on the football field, Rafael Dajne or Quinton Rice? Essentially, who is a bigger threat? Oof, that was a tough question. Uh, Quinton Rice is a very, very good player, man. Uh, I don't think I. just don't think that Lonnie Johnson uses Rafael Lajnet to his full potential. Uh, so give me uh, Quinton Rice on like jump balls. He's he's probably the best receiver because of that in the division. Lonzo Ballers, Small Giants. Who you got? Small Giants. Oh, upset. Upset. Hello. I got uh, Small Giants in this one as well. You go. Get off your phone. Who you got? You got to go with Slonzo on this one. Slonzo. <laughs> LVF take on Mean Machine. Les Verges Folles. Mm-hmm. Crazy arts, bro. They played in week one. Les Verges Folles won 32 to 20. In week one, these two teams faced. And LVF won 32 to 20. You, get, you went off script. You can't rephrase Off script. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is Sean Lefferton the best player in the game? I really like Dan Goloff as a football player. So I would have to say not the best. Although, yeah, 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 I'll stick to that. What? You said both things. I'll stick to the fact okay, that he's not the off. best. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if Jake Teitelman has a bad game, are Mean Machine in trouble? Yes, because... So Dan Goff has a cannon for an arm. He throws too hard. Mm-hmm. Which causes that if his receivers, not named Jake Teitelman, starts having drops, that offense goes nowhere. If this is a high-scoring game, who benefits more? Uh, me machine, me machine. Yeah. If it's a thirty-two to twenty game, it's LVF's game. Mm-hmm. But if if we're looking at forty to forty, that's me machine's territory. If <laughs> toss up, if Sean Lafalton walked into the Bell Center media row, would he be mistaken for the athletic writer Arpan Basu? No one knows any of this. Next question. I don't know who Arpan Basu is. What does Mo God has a hard on for Sean Fulton? Is that what this is? Or does he have an arp on? Would this be the point nice. where Mo would tell me, Eagle, can you go get a picture of this guy? Even Eagle, on the uh, oh, I need to get a picture of Arpon Basu. No. Put okay. it next to Sean Fulton. <laughs> tell me they all look the same. Uh, Le Blues Brunlar. No, nope. Sorry, fix. Le Blues Brunlar, Mean Machine. Uh, uh, mm, it's a good game. Give me Mean Machine. Uh, LVF, Le Blues I want to take Mean Machine, but I can't, LVF. Okay. Les Blues Brunner take on SWAT. 
They ouais. played week 11, Blues Brawler won 34-31. Les Blues Brawler won 34-31. So we got back-to-back. I believe back-to-back is when you play one game and then you immediately play them the next week. Um, Will Gino DeFazio <laughs> change his Mokan quotes gas bag offense oh to avoid throwing too many interceptions? Oh, boy. Hey, this guy. Hey, hot dicks. This guy. Um, I don't, I What's don't a gas bag offense? Eagle, look that up for me, please. Yeah, I need to know. I got to know. <laughs> Mokan penned these questions with his two middle fingers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I thought one of them was broken. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't, at this point in the season, I don't think Gino Faz is going to change what he does. He's go, they're going to keep throwing. He's going to use that three-headed offense that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know where the ball is going. I just It's a matter of can LBB stop it. They did it this week. I think they're going to be able to do it again. So a gas bag can be described in three different ways. One of them is a special bag made to store and transport gas. That's what he means. No, no, uh, no, no, no. The no. second one is someone who talks a lot or is full of hot air. Oh, that's not bad. And the third but one is someone who farts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, but how can you describe an office that farts a lot? <laughs> I don't understand. I love the literal translation of yeah. that one. A well, bag yeah, full of hot air. The problem is if Gina Essentially has a, balloon. a lot of hot air, it makes him go, f- it pushes him into the rusher. It's not great. Mm. Like Kirby. But then if you leave a cloud around you and then the rusher gets confused. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur V. Filanger, Ali Laberge, the best receiving trio in the division. So you're going to leave Mintant out of that equation? <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, I would say yes. I think this is, across the board, like, even DB, a receiver, the best front five. I, I've, we've been saying it for a few weeks. This is this is the best roster in Division 4. Yeah, it's a very, very good team. Should Isaiah Lord rush the entire game? Yes, 100%. He's got the size to match up against the DB Piloto. Who's, he's a tall guy, and he always throws over the rusher. Good luck doing that against Isaiah Lord. And Isaiah Lord's a nasty rusher that would help SWAT's defense tremendously. After a loss, oh, sorry, toss up. After a loss, are Gino DeFazio and Karen Pelici soft or hard cookie eaters? What? I think he's referring to the soft and hardness of the cookies, not the soft and hardness of the players. Uh, I don't. I don't understand what this means. Do they eat soft cookies or do they eat hard yeah, cookies? Yeah. Who eats loss? hard cookies? <laughs> yeah, but that well, sometimes, like Santa Claus. Because <laughs> you're going to dip in the milk. Yeah, but uh, it's because they've been sitting there for a while. But then they're soft. See, if you dip them in the milk, they're yeah. soft. I'll go with hard it's cookies. It's not because you but want the, them The original hard. format is hard, though. But you don't want them that way. Well, unless you dip it. Because you, you well, dip a soft cookie? Unless you're, no, you're, you're exactly upset it. at yourself and you want to punish yourself, which you I think is hard with hard cookies. So that's why I think they do, in fact, eat hard cookies after a loss. I don't think Gino DeFazio is capable of, soft, of eating soft cookies. Why are you throwing cookies at us? Yeah, because this place needs Because they're hard. Them. Taste this, them. This See place, if you like them. This place needs... This is my favorite cereal. Do you want to get rats? This is how you get rats. No, do you want to get ants? This is how you get ants. Uh, who wins? You tell me. You ask, actually. LBB. Who wins? No. <laughs> LBB. 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 Oh, sorry, SWAT. Uh, infantry, Air Force One. They played week three. Infantry won 28 to nothing. Uh, infantry won 28 to zero. In week three. In week three. <laughs> Are the infantry the real deal with two forfeit wins due to the resume? Well, it's not their fault they got two forfeit wins. I'm a bit surprised. I, w- I estimated infantry to go 14 to no. I honestly did. They lost one game uh, two weeks ago. I was a bit shocked. But aside from that... Uh, infantry is the real deal. It's a very, very good team. Air Force One is a much better team than when they played in the first place in week three. Back then, Arnaud was still learning. They were making mistakes. The four was like a whole different 
Hot take. Air this? Force One, third oh, easy schedule. Sorry. <laughs> I love how I said no. <laughs> like, I know what I'm saying. Uh, Air Force One improved a lot since th- they started in Division Four. Um, Simon Blais is still learning. It's a different pace of game. Uh, the receivers also. Everybody like on Air Force One is sort of trying to grasp the fact that the four is much better than the six. Do you trust Jordan Rossi in crunch time? And by crunch time, I mean when you eat hard cookies. Or tacos. No such thing as hard tacos. Simple. It exists. Uh, yeah, I do. After that, yeah, yeah, I would say yes. The infantry is playing really well. Jordan Rossi has a good team around him. Uh, he makes some mistakes, but not against a team like that. 21 interceptions by the AF, uh, AF1 defense. Could they win the turnover battle? Uh, it's not really on them. Like, if you're <laughs> like, I, I, moving on. Oh, it's worse. Toss-up. When you think of the infantry, do you think of the OHL Brampton Battalion? Nope. No. Next question. No one does or knows what that is. <laughs> I would imagine this is where Mo would describe what he actually meant by this question and by filling us in on the context of the team. And then we still say no. Correct. Um, sheriff, uh, sheriff, take no, on Admiral Desjardins' glue gang. Infantry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Infantry. Tell me who wins and why. I... I think AF1's prime for an upset. I think they're better than when Infantry played them last night. And Mo's question about the, the interceptions is key. These kids are very good players. Yes. Uh, the, 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 weak, the weakness is Simon Blais as a fly quarterback, but I think the defense will uh, help them win off script. Alo, got so, any thoughts um, on this game? AF1 will win this game. Oh, Eags. Infantry. Yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah, I'll keep it for my read my article, bro. Um, Sheriff take on Elmo Desjardins Glow Gang. Yes. they played week three. Glow Glang won twenty four to twenty. To be fair, I made the same exact mistake earlier in Division <laughs> Six. Um, both of the divisions we write for, by the way. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, so Glow Gang won twenty four twenty. Yeah, over the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff. I had only a handful of losses this season. Glow Gang was one of them. More dangerous, Alex Noel on offense or Alex Noel on defense? In this game, on offense. More dangerous, Alex Noel on Christmas? Weak. I know. I'm in a Mokan mode. I agree, by the way, it is defense. Are you going to keep reading the question? <laughs> <laughs> is this the game? Is this, is this game on Anand Desjardins' decision-making? Uh, he has... Had some great and some awful nope. games. Yeah, same great and awful games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to... Okay, so this is poorly worded, but yes, I agree. I think that Louis Bichain is good, but he's going to make some mistakes. He's not a, like a flawless quarterback. Uh, against a team like Luang, who's potentially faster than the Sheriff actually is, it generates a sort of threat to uh, Sheriff's offense that they're not used to. It comes down to can Arnaud Desjardins score consistently. Like if he has bad games where he throws two picks, he's gonna give the sheriff too many opportunities to. Right, because at the end of the day, it's gonna be Alex Noel underneath catches the ball, runs across the field, and if somebody misses a tackle, they're gonna score. It's gonna happen eventually. So if you give him too many opportunities, it's gonna happen. If you manage to stop it two or three times in a game, don't give him more drives. Who is poses as a threat for the Glow Gang receiving core? What? From the Ford Gang or from the Glow? From. From the gang. From the gang. 
that's a very odd question. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to answer this question. Because I don't... Uh, like, so, who's the threat for... Because the name that comes to me is Cassettes of Facts. Yeah, but that's how... Okay, so so who's the best receiver on Cloak Gang to be a problem for the sheriff? Question. Right? Or who's going to be a problematic DB for this receiver trade? No, no. <laughs> See, they could have worked. First one. I have to agree with you just because of his speed. Correct. Like the sheriff is fast, but aside from that, if you stay away from an ex-Noel, Louis Bejain plays off too, uh, too far. Yeah. What's happening? Uh, the yeah. Seoul Dynasty just beat the New York Excelsior yeah. in OWL. I don't, I don't know what that means. It doesn't matter. Go on. Um, nerd. When you read the New England... Okay, she, uh, actually, before I ask the question, Eagle, I need you to uh, Google an exotic injury. When you want me to find one? Or <laughs> no, Google that phrase. Uh, when you read the New England Medical Journal and you stumble upon an exotic injury term, are they describing Louis Beijing? Toss-up. The, the top wait, article. wait, wait, wait. Oh, I have to answer first? Yeah. Uh, no, because uh, Louis Beijing is not, exotic in, is not an exotic injury. Uh, he's just always injured. Louis Beijing has? So, according to this... Many exotic pets are capable of causing injury or poisoning <laughs> to their keepers, and some contacts prove fatal. Louis Vuitton has poisoned. I have six tragic stories of exotic pet ownership gone wrong. <laughs> of course you do. So, uh, Eagle, feel free whenever you want to just drop one into this. Well, this number one is Carla Nash and the Chimpanzee. In 2009, Sandra Harrod called her friend Carla Nash to help getting Harrod's 200-pound pet chimpanzee, Travis, back into his cage. But Travis turned on Nash, right, brutally okay, attacked stop, her stop, by stop, mauling stop. her face and hands. The sheriff Connecticut officials stop. declined to prosecute Harrod, although when Harrod died of a ruptured aortic aneurysm, in 2010, Nash's family still had a $50 million civil suit in the works. Nash later became the first patient to ever receive a double hand and face transplant. Sheriff Logang, who wins? Double face? <laughs> double hand and face. I'm going to go Logang. From now on, just the headline, please. Sheriff Logang. You don't want to hear about Kelly Walsh and the Black Bear? Stop! That's, that's weird. We heard it already. Uh, give me Sheriff with uh, Louis Bejain, who looks like the villain from every other movie. I'm not asking you to go, I don't care. So every second movie? Second move. Nice. Next game. Uh, all hooks, Montreal Originals. Originals 1, 30 to 25. I, there you go. Originals 1, <laughs> 30 <laughs> to 25. <If> Tom- <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask the question. If Thomas Kutsu counted for two players on defense, would all hooks still be the favorite to win? E- he's their better defensive player, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> does, does the hooks... Uh, defense have someone that can match up with Ricky Derosi? Not really. So realistically, the thing is, uh, so what's going to happen in this game? Alok's defense revolves around the rusher. Thomas Kutsu is very, very good. And that defense knows they don't need to, like they won't stretch the field. So the problem with Ricardo Derosi's size is a matchup issue. Nobody can really match up with him. Even like Charles Levin doesn't, like he's got good vert, but he's not that, big or that all so it, it won't match up well you're here first not that big but i th- <laughs> i think the main th- the main reason why this won't matter is because thomas kutsu's rush is going to get to the quarterback too often over and over that you won't be able to get the ball out to ricky de Rossi as you want would want to could the originals afford, afford this game being a track meet of points so i'm guessing the points are fast go 40 40 they score a lot of points Guess no much originals doesn't score a lot of points 
Um, when you think of okay, sorry, toss up. When you think of Stan Marino, do you think of a strong family lines at the quarterback position? No, I. Uh, wait, really? Really, peace. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I asked that really question. Really, peace. <laughs> do you peace? No. Does this remind you of the golden days of your terrible NFL team? No. Okay. Who wins? Okay, uh, who wins and why? All hookers all day uh, because I think uh, they're going to put up a lot of points. All hooks all day. We don't care about Eagle. A-Squad, Mad Bears. A-Squad? They got Mad Bears. They last played week three. A-Squad won 25-6. to six. No, they, did they, they did not play. There's no meaning. No meaning. A-Squad, Mad Bears? Yeah. 25-6 week three. <laughs> no meaning. 25-6 week three. <laughs> uh, which QB do you like better, Yakub Telemac or Seb Sibol? I'm gonna have to go with Sebastian Sibo here. Like I, 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 I think most like, people like, would. I like Jakub Telemac, but I just think that Sebastian Sibo is a more safer quarterback. Like he has less turnovers, takes less risks with the ball, he runs pretty much the same. Although Sebastian Sibo, whenever he runs, he runs for like 15 yards for some reason. But I just think that overall he's less turnover. Turnover, yeah. He's less turnovers. Um. Interesting stat line: A squad hardest schedule in 4B at 590. Percentage opponent. Real Mad kings. Bears second easiest at 420. Free kings. 420 though. That's pretty special. Um, <laughs> is the key to is is the key to a, a squad success based on Rick Cummins calling a good defense? Mm, I don't think he calls a defense for that team. I was just gonna say that. I don't think. But um, the the key to a squad success is their defense. Their offense is gonna put up points, but they're not gonna put up 40. It's gonna be a slow paced game. They need to force turnovers from Mad Bears. Do you like the Mad Bears' balanced receiving attack, or does someone need to step it up? S- not to step up. Step up. Uh, no, I like the balanced offense. I, th- I don't think against a team like A-Squad. I wish we, we, like, they had played each other so we'd have some sample. Yeah, I know, right? I wish we had like uh, something to go on. After. In a hypothetical world, they would have played week three, and the <laughs> result would have been 25-6. to six. I just uh, wish there was some sample. Also, I don't think in that game Sebastian Sibo played. I think he was still injured back then. But it never happened. That's true. It's, yeah. Hypothetically. So does someone need to step up? I don't think so. I think they need to use that balanced offense because Ace Squad is very good at taking away one guy. Like taking away your number one guy. You uh, were right. It was Jeremy Durant Tremblay yeah. and Mathieu Gravel who took role. Yeah. Um, I also QB think reps. that Matt Bear's offense revolves around Jer- uh, Sebastian Thibault running. So unless uh, Ace Squad is able to shut that down, th- the receivers are going to find ways to get open after he beats the rusher. <sighs> Toss up. Toss up. I'm only I'm only reading this because I can do a shameless plug at the end. Should Junior Luke be the Mad Bears logo? No, answer first. Answer first. No. Because he's not a Mad Bear. What the hell's wrong with him? He's a nice yeah, guy. Hell yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. You're also intimidating <laughs> if you see your own face on the other team's jersey. What do you do? Peace. Who is Junior Luke? Junior Luke is a uh, not only is he a great FBF player, mm-hmm. great FBF player. He's also a CFL defensive end who appeared on Hot Sauce Sports this week. Our What's other awesome. show. What's Hot Sauce Sports? Hot Sauce Sports is a podcast hosted by myself and Terry Tam. Uh, Eagle is also involved in that show where we talk to. So we uh, about twice a week. Absolutely, but Terry and I are handsome as all hell. Fair. Tune in. We talked to Junior Luke. He's a, he's a funny guy. He's a great guy. Uh, 
we basically uh, asked him if uh, the New York Giants started tanking when they didn't sign him. Oh. He found that. So I, we, we believe that that was the, the plan. And if that isn't good enough to watch or listen to our other podcast, Mo Khan's not on it. There we go. <laughs> you, you won't hear questions like this. <laughs> Toss up. Music. Who wins? Oh. Mad Bears or his squad? Mad Bears. Faster. Mad Bears. A squad. Read my article, no mind. Final thoughts? You're a terrible host at keeping time. Three referees. Home team decides what they want. Read the overtime rules. Have fun. Paul? CN Div 3. Coming right up. Thank you guys. Thank you all for letting me be myself. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. The greatest of all. You're no goat. Listen. You might be a horse. Listen. Listen. It's 2019. You are old and grumpy. (laughs) The whole.